Listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I'm your host Sean Garmer. Here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And well, I mean, it seems like there's a quite a few things that are the same from last week, including Super Mario Brothers movie making more money and breaking more records. We'll talk about that. Uh, Some controversy about FPS has gone on during earlier in the week. We'll talk about that as well, involving Redfall, uh, some people leaving Xbox again, and even some people leaving a place to the studio as well. So it's not all one-sided this week. And there's quite a bit more, including Knuckles cast announced, Sonic Team and Sega are taking over Angry Birds, and much more. All right, so whether this is your first time listening or 100th time listening or watching, we always appreciate you. Thank you for joining us, whether you do it live on the YouTube, WTO Network there, or you watch us on Twitch or Facebook or Twitter or wherever. We appreciate you, and you can always watch On Demand as well on YouTube. Just go subscribe, follow, like, whatever you want on YouTube channel, just find W2 Network there. You get everything we do, not just us here. And like I said, I think at the beginning of the last podcast, we have not only one, but we have two reviews Super Mario Brothers movie, including ours as well. On the last, so if you missed us last week, Mark and I did our review of Super Mario Brothers movie. We also have the very well done from the Radlitz crew for Damn You Hollywood Super Mario Brothers movie review. And then you also have from our buddies Randy and Jens on uh, Chapter Select as well. So the YouTube channel has everything you want, Super Mario, Brothers, ugh, Super Mario Brothers movie, and we'll talk about what's going on with that right now uh, on this week's show. But just wanted to give them a shout-out as well. There'll be links in the description if you're watching or listening later. And remember, if you're listening, you can't subscribe just to the network. You have to go and subscribe to each one of those podcasts, So whether it's Chapter Select, Rallyton Broadcasting or us, Video Games to the Max, go subscribe wherever there are podcasts. It'd be awesome if you go leave a review, a like, follow, whatever, and let us know what you think. But, you know, enough of the housekeeping. Let's go ahead and get it started here uh, right now. So since we're talking about news and we already mentioned Super, Brother, Super Mario Brothers movie here, Mark. Yep. Wouldn't you know it? It holds steady at another week. I mean, it doesn't have a lot of competition, let's be honest. But I don't think that really would have mattered here. Over 700 million worldwide, making about 92 million domestic, which is still pretty great. It's probably one of the smallest drop-offs you get for one of these big movies in a second week. Yep, yeah. And it has now broken the record for, you know, best-selling movie of this year over Anthem, uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania, which, I mean, I guess that wasn't that much big of a break to do um at least like i guess fastest in in how much is not i guess in highest gross overall or whatever but um and then it's the highest grossing video game movie already period i mean that also didn't have uh, much to break there but still it, it beat it, doom it, how could that ever happen yeah <laughs> exactly doom detective pikachu uh warcraft which i that was the highest selling one didn't take long, but pretty sure one billion is in its sights. 
it's more about like where it could land ultimately, Mark. Like we know this is going to be the highest video game movie ever. It's going to be very hard for any movie coming out after this to top it other than a sequel to itself. Uh, I don't think Sonic 3 will be doing uh, any those numbers. But I mean, don't worry. Once they're links yeah. released a Blinks the Time Sweeper movie, that'll do it. <laughs> uh, thank you, Keith, for watching. And of course, he mentions the uh, Ant Man. Yes, we all wanted that to be better than it actually was. I mean, like we talked about it last week. Like, there's just a secret sauce in that movie that I think works. Uh, Not really. I mean, you yeah. like the movie way more than I do, I think. I mean, I think yeah. it just works kind of fine. I mean, to be fair, it's, just... it's not the greatest movie. I think Son, I think uh, I was listening to, shout out to Spec Mode and the Outer Haven guys. They always did a great job. They were talking about the difference between Sonic and Mario. If you're looking at it from a movie standpoint, Sonic is a better movie. Yeah, uh, especially Sonic it, 2. It has a, it has but, a plot. <laughs> yeah, it has a plot. But I mean, as far as like, hitting at that right moment in time where like you have a great cast of, you know, voice, voice actors, actors, actresses doing the, the roles, uh, whatever you feel about Seth Rogen and Fred Armisen, you know, that's, that's on you, but I think everybody else, I think most people are okay with them. And then like you have just an amalgamation of, again, like I think we mentioned last week of Shigeru Miyamoto was number, you know, huge in this. He made sure it felt sounded looked uh every adjective you can put like a mario like a mario game in a movie and it gives you all those feels i guess if um you know you're whether you're a mario fan or not just from i guess having the nostalgia of mario at all i think it's just one of those things like even my daughter who doesn't know mario she enjoyed herself like she had fun and it's a it's a fun movie it's just like 30 minutes you know 90 minutes of nonstop. Don't think about anything, just in your face constantly, and it's over before you really, you know, can think about too much, which I guess is bad in a way. <laughs> but yeah, there's that. But I mean, like, where do you think this? You think it's gonna break? Let's say Frozen Two's. I mean, it could. Highest animated I mean, movie. Is Frozen Two the number one animated movie? Or yes, as far as like in the top tier of ever, Frozen Two is the the top. And- have to look at like what markets has the movie not in it yet you know is it in like the uk it has or... not released in japan yet it doesn't release until the end of the month and we know how crazy they okay. are about <laughs> nintendo well i think once it hits there it might do it but it's a real like only two uh or two or three movies have like done well like are done like over 300 million dollars in japan you know so okay, well, I should retract because it depends on some people not, consider these animated and some people don't. Technically, the Lion King, like live action, is higher grossing than Frozen 2. It's it depends on no, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't call that. No. Some people do. There's people complaining about that should be considered animation and Mario shouldn't have a as big of a those people yeah. are wrong, so we can just yeah. move on. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, just for people's if you don't know what uh, you know, the listings are. Frozen Two is sitting at number thirteen all time with a billion point four. It won't. I don't think so, it'll beat beat that. Then, if it's billion point four, probably not. You don't think so? Even with like not having released in Japan yet. I mean, Japan will be big, but all right. You know, it's also are, you know a smaller country compared. Yeah. to some of these other countries. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, Avatar is number one. Avengers Endgame number two. Avatar: The yeah, Way yeah, of yeah. Water number three. Yeah, right. That's um, that's like Avatar is at like almost three billion. So right. it's not getting there. But I mean, I think it's possible it could make Frozen two. Like you said, that's a lot for to say that it's going to hit one point four. Uh, I mean, billion, I, you know, I think it'll pass a billion, but I don't think it'll get, you know, four hundred or you know, four hundred million more above that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the one thing that helps it a lot is again, it's really short, so it makes it very easy for somebody to go, ah, let's go watch that again. Uh, but also, at some point, and, and the fact that like Nintendo doesn't have an obvious, oh, this is a streaming service that's going to be on, right? Right? Like, it's not like Disney or Peacock or any of those where it's like, okay, that movie comes out. We know what company it's associated with. We know what streaming service it's eventually going to be on. Nintendo's Nintendo could just never be on a streaming service and it's only available for rental. Uh, considering how Nintendo no, be, are about value. It'll be on Netflix and Peacocks eventually. This you think year. so? Well, they, they said y- yes. <laughs> so. They did? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I haven't seen that yet. So um, interesting that they have already like said where it was going to be at. Um, yeah, Zach, uh, Keith is he's uh, he's you know comment commenting with us saying uh, Disney's pretty petty and you saw a different Avengers game exactly. Um, yeah, I I just don't. It's gonna be interesting to see where it hits, but will it hit? I think it'll hit at least one point, but I think it'll kind of bottom out right there. It kind of depends on right now. I think what's also helping it is that it's in all of the the special stuff, right? Like IMAX and 4DX. I saw it twice in 4DX. Yeah. Um, all that stuff. It's it's on that special stuff right now. So it'll be interesting to see, like, once it gets out of that, how much further it has to, to gross. And everything. But there is some more entertainment stuff here. It's interesting because, like, I kind of had forgotten about this for a while. And then all of a sudden, the cast for Knuckles gets announced. And it's like, oh, yeah, right, that's happening. It's on Paramount Plus, so we get to kind of see it. That's cool. Uh, glad, to, you know, we knew Elder Salvo was going to come back as yeah. Knuckles. Um, it's kind of cool to see that, like, some of the actors and actresses from, like, the movie are also coming back. But, um, you know, we're not, it doesn't look like right now we're getting, like, any of the, you know, like, James Marsden, right. um, any of that right now. So even though they don't really have much to do with Knuckles, but still, you think we're going to get much of Sonic or Tails in this? Or is it going to be mostly all Knuckles? Or I think it'll be mostly, mostly Knuckles, but I'm sure they'll make appearances, you know, in and out, like guest appearances or stuff like that. I imagine it'll be like Knuckles in the Echidna tribe or, you know, his pals or whatever. Yeah, like I, I want to see what uh, Rory McCann's going to wind up doing as a guest star. He's always... Uh, just his voice is very, you know, you know it's him. So, yeah. uh, you know, from being in Game of Thrones and everything. Uh, good to see Tika Sumter's back as well. So it's cool. It's like this is set between Sonic 2 and 3. So you kind of, I guess, get to know like what Knuckles was doing. And then he's supposed to be like training uh, Wade as his protege as well. Like teaching him how to be an, an echidna. So here's the important yeah. question. Who's going who's gonna to voice Big the Cat? You always have to throw Big the Cat yep. in here. He's the best um, character. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I sent you that um, that tweet that someone posted that. Yeah, you know, Amy should be part of the core four always, and of course, she was added to uh, Sonic Origins collection and all that. That's come, you know, the like DLC to the Sonic Origins collection, and then 
I guess the new ones that are coming. You just uh, totally did not. You weren't okay with that. You uh, yep, because I don't care. <laughs> well, also, but I mean, like, like like calling that calling like the four the Dreamcast quote unquote doesn't yeah. make sense because the Dreamcast version of Sonic had two other characters and one of them sucked and one of them was good. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like when you think about it, really, that's like the four. That I mean, for one, the top three you can. I don't know what you can really argue with, right? Sure. Uh, it's it's that fourth one you can kind of put it on whenever you want, you know. But uh, Amy, I Amy's I would been kind of a bad character though. Like that's like the like the weird inner like in joke. <laughs> yeah, but I can kind of I guess get the point, right? Like Amy's sort of a core character because oh that's Sonic's girlfriend and what you know all no, that. So. Like Sonic stalker. Like yeah, well, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm fine with it. It's cool. It's not... time, to, time to finally introduce Princess Sally into the equation. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But cool that they announced this. Obviously, the movie is not coming out for like another year. So uh, yeah. Sonic 3, that is. And of course, we got the tease of Shadow at the end of 2. So cool to see how they put Shadow uh, into this whole universe and everything. And I'm sure he will. You get to see Jim Carrey dressed as like old. Uh... Dr. Eggman from yeah. Shadow Sister. Well, right now, he we don't know if Jim Carrey is going to come back, right? Believe like, me, he'll come back because I'm sure they signed him to a three-movie three deal. Well, he, well, I mean, he's like on the verge of like retiring, right? That's the, <laughs> the word right now. So how much money is Sega, Paramount, and everybody else going to dump on his front door and be like, yo, you have to be in this, even if. We make another okay. Maybe we'll make more after this, but you got to be in this this third one. Make this trilogy. Yeah. Uh, I I would hope so. He was he made uh, the first two. He was uh, along with Sonic. It's that perfect. Like you didn't know if uh, Jim Carrey was going to play the part well, and he wound up. I feel like surpassing that. Yeah, you know he doesn't necessarily look like the uh, cartoon. Eggman all the time or hardly ever but still like he made that his own and I thought that's they made that movie special. Time, time to dig out the uh, Austin Powers fat bastard fat suit and stuff him in there finally. <laughs> I'm sure they will uh, they probably tease that in this movie if not put him in it there you know depending on how much time has gone yeah. past. But uh, speak, because we're speaking of Sega uh, and it's not like this studio isn't uh, not known for their animated movie uh, excursions as well. Sega is set to acquire Rovio, which if you don't know, they're the ones that own Angry Birds. Um, in fact, Angry Birds sell so much, they had to delist it from their store because they couldn't get anything else to sell. Right. They can't <laughs> so, get their paid games to sell. So. Yeah, exactly. Because Rovio only, or not Rovio, Angry Birds only costs like 99 cents. Yeah. And doesn't have any kind of microtransactions. So like, they're not really making that much money, but everything else that they need to sell is not because Angry Birds is like the known thing at this point. Um, but Sega, seven hundred seventy-six million, which is a lot less than the billion that Wall Street Journal was reporting at the beginning yep. of the week. Uh, it's supposedly something that Robio is very happy about. It's called a friendly takeover, whatever that means. Robio actually has been doing well uh, the last couple of years, even though you like wouldn't know they were still around unless you were really in the mobile space, which to be fair, we really aren't, but right. I mean, Sega has uh, ventured into the mobile market before. Um, they still kind of want to be a player in that. 
and even though you know i've mentioned that like mobile gaming has gone down since like you know things open up and people aren't in their homes that much anymore and people are kind of getting tired i think of all the you still have your candy crushes and all of those but i think a lot of the mobile gaming has kind of run its course oh yeah so, it's got, yeah so like they're kind of trying to expand that and go beyond mobile games also because rovio wants to go beyond that they haven't really been able to break into the console space or pc that much and uh sega kind of wants to venture into the live service mobile i mean i'm sure the first game they're gonna make is some angry bird sonic the hedgehog clone oh yeah you know like angry yeah yeah, like you said angry sonic (laughs) yeah that's gonna be a thing for sure yeah as uh keith mentions like i still don't get that deal sega could have used that money other areas i I agree with you, but I, I've been, you know, seeing the stuff online and it does make me wonder, is Sega trying to make themselves very much like we've talked about with Square Enix, right? Is Sega trying to make themselves look pretty for somebody? Like, hey, we got all of this extra stuff that you can use also, right? Like Sony likes doing stuff with mobile. We know Xbox likes doing stuff with mobile. Um, you know, uh, Xbox and, and Sega have partnered a lot. We know Sony and Square Enix have partnered a lot. So uh, will one of those ever tie the knot? We'll see. (laughs) But yeah, I just, I'm hoping not because I don't want to see any more of these acquisitions, but it feels like inevitable at point. Like we're probably going to see one of these big, do you think that we are at some point? Like, does it feel like we're just waiting for somebody, some one of these Japanese companies to get announced? Does it be acquired? like, I think once the Activision deal go, goes through, like, officially, like, the next day it'll be, like, Sony buys Capcom or Sony buys Square or Sega or everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. But, I, yeah, definitely Sony is going to be – they got something in the works already. Um, you know, it just feels like they're waiting, right? Because if they announce anything right now, that's going to totally put the kibosh on them trying to be able to tell any of these uh, – governing bodies hey you can't approve the microsoft deal even though that seems to be waning a lot yeah uh, at this point but as like another it looks like uh, south africa is going to be another one of these places that's going to approve the deal you know if sony wants to have any kind of hand to be able to say hey look this is still a problem you can't announce whatever they're doing but definitely think that they got something cooking in the oven there they're just waiting and biding their time Right, uh, honestly, until this thing gets done, but yeah, this is just really weird at because it's like unexpected. Like out of all the things we could have uh, seen announced, right? It's like okay, Sega's acquiring Rovio. All right then. That's I mean, it's something. it's unexpected, but I mean, Sega doesn't have like a good mobile division, really. So yeah, no, they don't. So it does help them in that way. Like again, like it makes them look pretty to be say. Hey, we have more of this. We sold our arcade stuff. Yeah. Right? So that kind of, that big hampering that they somebody would have had to deal with, uh, they no longer have to if, if they get taken over. Yeah, it's not like – I mean, uh, COVID obviously hurt them, but it, you have to imagine their online – or their arcade business wasn't going to last too yeah, much longer. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, those are uh, – Never got back in style, even though it would be nice if they did, because like having that atmosphere I mean, in the arcade is cool. It kind of does, but it, it's all like weird little pockets, you know? Right, yeah. It's, I mean, look, uh, home consoles, PC have made it so convenient, 
even your phone to where like why would you go to this place to spend a bunch of quarters you can do it at home buy this one game and, and play whatever you want you know yeah but i guess we'll uh figure out what's going to happen they feel like the deal is going to be done by september 2020 so we'll see if it does get done by then i don't think there's anybody gonna try to block this at all um especially because you know it doesn't seem like there's anything wrong going anything uh also, crazy yeah no one cares about rovio so like yeah like i mean <laughs> i guess you know angry birds is still a property right yeah but, but it seems like it, it's like yeah. very, it's outlasted its welcome or exactly this should have yeah. been like a bigger deal five years ago oh for sure um when they were especially when they were doing the cartoon and yeah and the movies movie, and yeah, crap. yeah like could that be something as well <laughs> like are they gonna try to restart the do another angry birds movie or something we'll see uh, that'll be the te- that'll be the tease for sonic 4 the sonic 4 movie they'll have an angry birds right at the end oh no that's when we've completely jumped the shark at them yeah <laughs> but yes uh so i mentioned at the top that there's it's kind of, I guess, if you pay attention to gaming a lot, it's old by now. Uh, but pretty much almost as soon as we like did the podcast last week, this was the talk of like the weekend and uh, that for the early part of the week was this whole thing of Xbox once again has more bad PR with Bethesda announcing that they're going to release Redfall still on may 2nd but it's not going to have 60 fps yeah it's going to have a 30 fps quality mode which you know that is the big thing that's been to talk about it's a first person shooter it shouldn't have 30 fps it's a triple a game that's coming out on the most powerful console ever it should have 30 you know it should be 60 i mean i know you're not the biggest graphical snob i mean, i would rather take uh you know, 60 FPS and have to be lower fidelity than. Yeah. Um, I'm of the type that I always play 60 FPS. Yeah. With um, when they have the performance mode available, just because you can feel that difference you know, of how I it mean, moves. Yeah. It, it's funny. Most games came and hit 60 FPS, like a stable like 60 FPS. Yeah. Uh, remember, I doubt you played it because it wasn't like a huge hit, but there was a PS1 game called Crime Killer. Uh, no. It was like a first person. You were in a car, basically like going down roads. That could hit yeah. 60 FPS better than a lot of current games can. <laughs> wow, what does that say? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I think de- developers just get too, you know, too swept up in graphical prowess or you know fidelity. So, I mean, I don't want the game to look like complete garbage and have like a picture perfect frame rate, but it has to be kind of some push and pull. And but like, what do you think about the whole idea of now everybody's calling for? Oh, we should just delay the game. Like, well, have it th- come that's. Out. Yeah. I mean, they they're like, oh, the the sixty fps pat- patch will come later, but yeah, they didn't give a time frame. They didn't say right. it'll be it'll be out in a week or it'll be out in a month. I mean, look at uh, uh, campaign co op for Halo Infinite. That yeah. never came out. <laughs> like, well, yeah, exactly. That never. That's yeah. the problem. They so, set that whole bar of, oh yeah, this I mean, is they, coming eventually, and then yeah. No. So, yeah. I mean, it'll come. The game will come out, but I don't think it'll like for those types of people. It won't. It won't matter. Yeah, but it, I guess it all depends on really how it plays. But I can understand their frustration. Like Microsoft is also not the most truthful company when it you know when they say. 
or they promise right. something. So, yeah, like until they say, oh, the 60 FPS patch will be out like June 4th or August 19th or whatever. I'd probably hold off from buying the thing if I cared that much about it. Right. I mean, there's also that component of it. Oh, this is going to be on Game Pass. So does it really matter? Right. Wouldn't you just play it anyway? Because you're already paying for Game Pass. They, right? they, what like, they should do, and you wouldn't like this, but what they should do is have the regular game be on Game Pass and have the 60 FPS patch. You have to buy it. That'd, that'd be pretty uh, funny. <laughs> We had uh, somebody on Twitch mention the whole, if they delay the game, then the whole, all these games will be able in 12 months, promise will create more bad PR. I mean, technically they broke that already with Starfield. Yeah. So, I mean, if they pulled the Halo Infinite from the original, remember when the Halo Infinite, they originally showed it, you had the whole thing with uh, Carl and everything else and the bad graphics and they just delayed the the game even yeah. further. I don't know. You need to do that kind of a delay. You don't need to do a Suicide Squad kind of delay either, uh, which you know we'll talk about here. Oh, that's but more, more fun, yeah. It's it's not that bad. It's just there's that whole component of how much does you know the casual gamer that isn't involved in Twitter all all, all day and isn't involved in you know the minutia of what we're doing here. How much do they care? Are they just going to be playing with their friends and not going to care about whether it's 30 or 60 FPS? Like, I mean, you know? unless their friends say this doesn't play right or this doesn't feel off or that, you know, this right. feels off and they'll go like, well, I'm not going to get it or let's wait until hopefully they fix it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that I think does help with game pass is that you, know, you all just have to have game pass. You can also get the family plan thing. If they, I don't know when they're going to actually fully release that. Uh, but you know, you can have your friends in there and all just play this game and you can say, hey, look, if let's say one of y'all is used to playing on PC and maybe it's not going to run like the best you think it's ever ran before. But hey, it's playable. We can all just have fun killing some vampires and, and whatever. And there, there you go. Arcane gets what they want. But, you know, that's the thing is like Ghostwire Tokyo is out for Xbox for the first time. It doesn't run incredibly well on that console, even though it's had a year to get ready for it, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, it's been on PlayStation for a while. It's now on PS Plus as well. So if you have it on PS Plus, you can play it there. But like outside of what Deathloop, Arcane itself hasn't had the best. I mean, we can say Ghostwalker Tokyo was fine, but it's not like anybody was putting it up for awards or anything like that. Right. Was. It, it, it I mean, was it's like, passable, but it's not. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I like uh, Prey when that came out right. like, like five years ago. But yeah, their track record is not the greatest. Like, I didn't like Dishonored yeah. much. Uh, and their Wolfenstein games, no. You're kind of, well, mm -hmm. Wolfenstein's a different studio. But like, you're but, on the minority Dishonored, though. Everybody seems to love Dishonored. Yeah, they're dumb. It's, yeah, but I mean, that's the thing is, uh, it's weird I mean, Dishonor, that Dishonored had an interesting premise and like cool right. ideas, but like the limited power usage that that's what broke it for me. I am both. So, what made like Deathloop work then? Ah, uh, the fact that your power could regenerate. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair enough. Like yeah. you could just hide out in your power, you know, your you know teleport power or your you know slow mo power or whatever the fuck you know you right. can use it again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the thing that they have going for this is that it's not like they have announced that this is some kind of a live service game. Or, right. Um, I'm sure there will be updates, and I'm sure they will be adding things, but 
I don't know that this is an absolute killer. I think it's no. more of like it's just dis- it's is, disappointing yeah. though. But right. I mean, think about like big games back in the day, like Far Cry three that barely ran on the Xbox three sixteen, <laughs> like forget yeah. about thirty fr- frames per second, you're lucky to get ten. So But I mean, what do you like what does that say about these is there is there something wrong with these consoles or should we just get ready for more 30 FPS games as they continue to make more use of these consoles? Because that's what it seems like we're getting a lot of talk about. Just this whole thing with Redfall, that's gonna be the standard. Like you think all these things are gonna have these performance with just the FPS and they're they're really not. Like uh even Todd Howard mentioned it's very possible that Starfield may not have 60 FPS either. That I, Believe me, I wasn't expecting that in the first place, Todd. So, <laughs> right, but I, you know, just just bring it up that this could be something we see a lot more uh, going forward. Unfortunately, for people that it, the thing is that sucks about this is it's a first person. You're used to being able to use 60 FPS for this. It's a game genre that is made on that, and then you're not going to have it. It's just weird, and then also it doesn't help that you have bad press. And then you're smacked in the middle of two game franchises that people are waiting on the game in Star Wars uh, Jedi Survivor. And then, of course, the mega of all megas, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom right now. Do you feel like there's a little bit of like Bethesda's like throwing it out there to just be like, it's out, people play it, whatever, you know, that's kind of what they do with arcane games. So. Like, well, well, but like go. Deathloop had its time, right? Like, and it helped that it got, you know, critics behind it and all that stuff. Yeah. But this kind of feels like, man, we're just throwing it out there and then it's going to get completely forgotten if it even gets this moment because people could still be high on Jedi Survivor. Uh, and based on the previews that a lot of people got to, uh, you know, play and everything last week, it feels like it's it's going to be that big game that everybody's waiting on. So, right. I mean, I'm more excited for Jedi than like Zelda. For yeah, um, interesting but, thoughts. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just you know, Bethesda has not never had great track records when it comes to releasing their games, like timing wise. I mean, it's usually in the usually in the winter or like the fall. But the games they don't do, like yeah, they just kind of get tossed out and forgotten. I I think it's great that uh, GZDR four EV says that. Um, you know, Xbox is a tough situation because they have to deal with the Series S, right? Yeah, that's that's that like that's what that developer a few months ago said. Like that's a bottleneck. So, like Microsoft can say, "Oh, it's not," or you know, it has the same power as whatever. Yeah. But no, you're lying or you're dumb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's great that they've had games that can hit 120 FPS on that thing or whatever, but. It's definitely going to be a huge dip in quality compared to the Series X for it to hit that. Yeah. And with them, with their whole thing about, oh, the parody, the parody, you got to have it look sort of similar on both. And that's where I think it hurts them. Is like I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure Redfall Pike can run just fine 60 FPS on the Xbox One X or the Series X. Yeah. Series S, that's, you know, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, how much of a dip do you want it to take on the console that most are is is the predominant console for you? Yeah, which you know you can't say that for PlayStation. The yes, there's that digital version, but they're the same. It's just you don't have the disc drive. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh, think, something that yeah. Go ahead. Do you think Microsoft regrets the the Series S? I don't, man. I, I bet that there are people that do. 
I, 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 yeah. I, I'm sure the salespeople don't, but I'm sure the technical minds are like, God damn it, we got to work on this fucking thing again. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Like, I really want to know a dev that will come out and be like, I love the Series S. It's awesome. I love the fact that we have to develop for a console that is in the cloud quality. Yeah. yeah. And eventually it's going to probably going to be turned into a cloud machine, just like, you know, they tried to do with the Xbox One X and all that stuff for that first year. And, you know, that's the thing is you're, you're again, having to downgrade your product to then make it like this. And then you're also doing it for, uh, the the PC side, right? That ends up hurting the PC side as well. And you're making this whole big push about everything is, oh, you can play it on Xbox, you can play it on PC, you can play it on your phone. Okay, that's cool. You can downgrade on the phone with the cloud, but then on PC, people want to play it with their big rigs and everything. And then, you yeah. know, like, it, I mean, I guess it's going to work just fine for PC. This is only affecting consoles, but still, when you're spending 500 bucks for these consoles, you're expecting something like actually like, next gen right and then this doesn't necessarily feel like that at times right uh just to throw this out again you know he mentions like oh what's it gonna what's gonna happen when you have a gta 6 right um it's gonna look like gta san andreas (laughs) yeah how are they gonna cater that to the series s and x like that's that's the kind of thing with third party i don't think they're as beholden to that parody thing as say like the first party stuff does right like they're a first party studio at the end of the day yes bethesda has some kind of um anonymity or uh a little bit of their they're choosing what they want to do but at the end of the day microsoft makes the final decision right the that whole thing we talked about about apparently there was a redfall that was supposed to be on ps5 same thing yeah. that there eventually was supposed to be a starfield on ps5 those got canned the one we know for sure was redfall starfield it was always like one of those well it's you know, Sony was trying to get exclusivity. Incredibly likely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing is Microsoft has decisions at the top level, but we know they're, the way they do the management, for the most part, they kind of let the studios do what they want to do, and sometimes that turns out great, like Hi-Fi Rush. Sometimes it turns out like Halo Infinite, and maybe this is going to be kind of more in the middle, right? Yeah. So, We'll see. I think the 30 FPS is not a killer at the end of the day, but it definitely does affect, like, Microsoft has a really bad perception problem, right? And when you have this happening, and then the next story, which, to be fair, Joseph Staten has been around, as we mentioned last week, a long time. He kind of probably felt at this point, like, oh, let me go for something else. But to find out that Joseph Staten is going to Netflix, to start something AAA related over there, I wonder how uh, Phil Spencer and everybody else feels about that. Like to know, oh, you're leaving not for like some other studio you made yourself or whatever for Netflix, which it seems like they're getting serious about the whole gaming thing. I doubt I it. I mean, but... <laughs> we, we've kind of talked about this before, right? Like there's two avenues. You can either be Google where you get into it. You don't realize how much of a cost this is, how much it how much it all takes to to make this happen. And then you have to backtrack and you close the studio or you have something like Amazon that kind of figured it out and they, they have some games and whatever. I mean, you know, Joseph Staten's a, a pretty big name to get somebody that knows what he's doing, right? He's, he's been involved with some huge franchise in the past. I mean, wouldn't that be good for Netflix to, to have, bring somebody like that? If they're serious, actually serious about game. Sure. But, 
their moves have been anemic at best. So, I mean, right now they had the mobile game offerings, which you know, if you have, I, I guess I don't know what tiers you have to have in order to be able to use that. But the fact that you know they're there for you if you get on Netflix on mobile, and they have some pretty good games on there uh, as well. I've actually need to try it before your eyes on there because I've heard all kinds of great things, especially that apparently it's like one of the really good games to play in on, on the PSVR too. But what do you think Netflix needs to do to kind of avoid that Google thing of like, okay, we got our, our head in too deep here and now we have like no way to back out without just canceling them. Don't make games, just make game related adaptations. <laughs> So you're saying like we need to make a triple A Stranger Things? Yes. Or an actual good Halo TV show. Or <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, they don't have anything to do with the Halo TV show. Right. But, it, you know, he did mention it's going to be an original IP, uh, a brand new triple A multi-platform game. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be only on Netflix, right? It just means that Netflix is making it. I guess. Right. It's going to be like the last <laughs> Starfighter, but instead you're actually programming Netflix's schedule. Good. Yeah, <laughs> gets twenty more seasons. Let's go. Netflix hasn't always been the best decider on like what to keep around and what to cancel. They're so, awful. Like they're the they, worst. <laughs> so that's kind of what worries me about this is how yeah, quick. Like, yeah, a year at tune development and go like, ah, eh, screw it. And then... Like, look, I, I want there to be competition. Let's be honest here. If Netflix actually makes this happen. That makes Sony have to pay attention. That makes Microsoft have to pay attention and Amazon and all that. Like that's another player that's now involved in this. And if they can add more value to their subscription, can they bring back some of these people that, that lapsed, decided to cancel or whatever? I don't know how much that will help, but that's another thing that you can add to your portfolio and say, okay, we have games now. And I'm not talking about just stuff you play on your phone. You have games that, you know, you can play on this. And I, I don't know if you have to do Bluetooth the controller to your TV that, or that's, whatever. That's, I mean. a, that's the problem. Yeah. It's a controller thing. Or, you know, you have to, people are going to have to go out and buy, you know, a $40 controller probably at minimum to play a game. Yeah. And are they going to have like a Netflix controller? Or are you going to be able to use PlayStation and, and Xbox controllers? I mean, it'd be uh, smart to do the second one, but you know they're probably going to do the first. I mean, also, will Microsoft and PlayStation want to play ball with them? Also, right. like, um, I think they would in a way because it's just you know, if if we have to get some kind of cut because we you can use our controllers or I don't know how they would make that work, uh, you know, Stadia eventually made it to where they added a pass to where you use other controllers that wasn't just the Stadia one. But yeah. you know, if they made it work, I, I'm guessing Netflix could you know do it as well. It's just interesting to see they've gone this far. It's just I worry about. Look what they did with all the, the movies, right? Like, there was a point during the pandemic where they had, like, a movie come out every month, and they spent bucket loads of money on movies. And then all of a sudden they went and go, wait a minute, we're spending how much on having all these awesome actors in these movies? And then how much are we getting back? Yeah. Oh, like, not a whole lot. Uh, maybe we kind of need to go backwards. on And... That's the thing is, like you said, how far do they get in development? They go, oh, my God, this thing's just eating money. Uh, how long is it going to take before this gets out? Oh, like three more years. Right. Uh, accounting guy. How long does it take 
how much do I lose if we cut everything now? Like, yeah, it's what Ubisoft you know? should be doing with some of their games, but they don't. Yeah. Uh, say hello to X Defiant. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I got the PR it, email last week. I was bitching to you about that. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, it from what I've seen and everybody that's talked about it is like, it feels like Call of Duty from like 10 years ago is the prevailing thought. Ubisoft so, riding the wave once again. <laughs> right? Yes, that's them. A little bit too late on that. Yeah, this is something that's been kind of floating around uh, ever since, you know, the Activision Blizzard deal happened and people have been saying like, oh, where would Microsoft go next? You know, Twitch viewer brings that up of just, hey, would Microsoft consider buying Netflix and combine it with Game Pass? And, oh, now you can stream games on, on Netflix or have your Netflix with Game Pass or I don't know how they would make that work. That seems like a lot of cost. Yeah. Even, yeah. That'd be like... <laughs> That'd be like, I imagine it like it'd be cheaper to buy Activision. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think that's a idea in theory, but I don't know that Microsoft would want to spend all of that capital to then have to deal with all the crap that you have to deal with when it comes to Netflix. Also, right? it's not like because, Netflix yeah. is like has been doing that well over the past. Yeah, like Netflix has started to kind of downtrend because of all the other streaming services that are around. Yeah, I mean, the reason Netflix is getting into games is because they have to diversify. Or Exactly, you know, yeah. So. Th- I mean, that's the big problem is that you're getting into this part where streaming services are starting to peak and there's going to be consolidation. We're seeing that already with Discovery and uh, HBO. HBO. You yeah. know, they change it to Max, which that's a stupid name. But, uh, I mean, like, who would have thought, you know, the... <laughs> The second part of Cinemax is what is going to live instead of, you know, the big name that's HBO, but whatever. For all your softcore needs, go to Max. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they said it's because, like, HBO is not very child-friendly, but I don't know. As man. opposed to Cinemax. Like, as the, as the opposed to just Max. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's not the, not the greatest uh, name, but whatever. The, it, it's going to exist. And now it has three tiers. I don't know why we need to have the extra like twenty dollar tier to have the four K, but that's them doing the four um, K people will, will will pay it. That's why. Well, it's them. It's them doing the Netflix thing, right? Like, let's charge more money to have more screens and have the four K. And yeah. I pay for it for Netflix because I have people in my house that will watch all that, but. And I have 4K TVs, but like Max, no way. I'm not paying the extra for that. Like, I didn't want to pay 20 bucks for the Disney bundle. uh, And now it's biting me in the butt because I can't watch Disney Plus on my Roku TV because I still haven't made the stupid deal uh, yet for some reason. But uh, to have the Disney Plus with the ads thing, for some reason, I don't know why they had to make a separate deal just to have Disney Plus have ads. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. But yeah, this is a new thing for Netflix. It's obviously going to bear fruit way later down the line. They're obviously going to have to add more people than just Joseph Staten. They're going to they might have to add some some other big names or just bring it they're going to have to bring in a whole crew and how much is Netflix going to shell out for that? Like that's the thing, right? Is remember when Netflix had this like diversity team and then very shortly they canned half the people on that thing or most of the people on that thing. So that's good because like, yeah. that diversity team worked on Cowboy Bebop, and then yeah, that too. But I'm <laughs> I'm just saying, like, 
I, I worry about the devs and everybody else that gets put on this thing. I just hope it doesn't wind up like Google Stadia number two, where this is a great idea. We want to have this, and then ciao, it's out. You know. Yeah. But uh, going from one person that's left Xbox to another, Frank O'Connor is also uh, left uh, as well. And this one's kind of like another kind of casualty, it feels like, of Halo doing what what it's been doing, right? Just not... Being the biggest success ever? (laughs) Yeah, uh, of not being a, a great success at all. And... You know, we saw Bonnie Ross leave, Frank O'Connor leaving. I don't feel like is uh, too far fetched of a, a thing. Right. You know, he did a lot with Halo, especially with it being with 343 and all that. But I wouldn't, I don't blame him for like, let's get out while people are just kind of Halo is what it is and maybe may not return to ever being what it was. Right. Uh, that's something that I think Microsoft really has to think about here. Is I mean, Halo ever going to be what it was? It's the same problem as Gear as, Gear, as Gears of War. <laughs> but at least Gears of War Five, like it had good vibes. Like a lot of people okay. liked it. It, you got, know, it like, got critically uh, praised, or did pretty well critically, but it didn't sell well. Well, but that was with Game Pass in full force at that point. It wasn't going to sell. Like that. That's the problem. Like <laughs> you're not. Well, but okay, yeah. they don't care about that though. Like, they, they obviously don't care about the fact that the Xboxes aren't selling. They just care about putting everything into, you must buy Game Pass. But if like, there aren't new, like, Gears 6 isn't on there, or isn't even being made, or barely, you know, barely. Well, it is, is it? It is it, in development. It, yeah, it started, yeah. yeah, after Coalition yeah. fucked around for a few years. or uh, But it's like, yeah, who's going to keep, like, people will sign up for Game Pass for, like, a month. But play, you know, play Gear Six or Halo Infinite, and then cancel it the next month. Good. Why to keep this going? Uh, I mean, Xbox is no good. Yeah, right now Xbox is not looking not looking good uh, at that point. But yeah, I just and another good point is that Shinji Mikami. We talked about him leaving. Yeah, it feels like again, Microsoft has a perception problem. It has a retention problem. It has a lot of issues. Like. I don't know. I, I don't know how this chain of command is working with Xbox as far as like Phil Spencer, Matt Booty, all that. But it feels like there's in the whole like let everybody have freedom thing, there's about too much freedom going on and not enough like focused attention. Well, at least not enough um, products being released. Yeah. You know, that's I mean, Minecraft deal. is literally about to come out as we speak, Minecraft Legends. So yeah. that's something. Right, you know, Microsoft acquired them and has has Minecraft has continued to live on and has made games. You know, Dungeons was well received. It seems like Legends is going to be well received as well. Yeah, it's had okay yeah. reviews. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not uh, my kind of game. Uh, maybe we'll try it, but it's not something that I'm like totally looking forward to. Redfall, I kind of am in a way, and that's that's what kind of makes me sad as a Xbox you know, person that grew up with Xbox, like wants to see Xbox succeed because it only makes, you know, PlayStation have to do more and Nintendo have to do more. I mean, those two are already kind of set in their ways and, and they have no, like they're basically competing with each other, but in a way not competing with each other. So 
like Sony is the 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 current gen bearer of hey, this is what video games are, and then Nintendo's like, hey, we're doing our own thing, but we're awesome. So, you know, and Xbox is just kind of there, and every time they do something, they also like take three steps backwards. Yep. I I, I don't know what that's that's what worries me about Activision, right? Taking Activision over is okay. We know we're gonna get like games and series that we haven't seen in a while, maybe or you know. I don't think uh, that at all. I mean, Phil Phil Spencer mentioned it. Like, there yeah, would probably he, definitely be. He mentions a lot of stuff that doesn't happen. So, like, you can't. No, I agree like... with you on that. He does. <laughs> but do I think that there will be another crash now? Sure, I, they're gonna remove some of these studios that are working on Call of Duty as support studios, and they're gonna have them do something else. Like, I definitely do believe that because. What Microsoft needs right now, what Xbox needs right now, is quality games coming out consistently, or Game Pass doesn't work. Because if you're constant, Sony is blocking you from having these big third-party games on. So you have no recourse but to either do what you're doing, right, buy studios, but then you have to keep those games going. You can't just live off of Call of Duty being on there. Uh, you've got to have other games, right? And you can't, it can't just be, oh, Forza, when that comes out, insert small, like, you know, Pentiment is cool, but it's not going to make people get Game Pass. Hi-Fi Rush is cool, but that's something that people will get Game Pass for like the month it comes out and then they'll unsubscribe again. Like That's what I was saying. Five minutes ago, <laughs> keep well, like, this they, to the ground. <laughs> like, no, I, yeah, I'm just saying that, like, they they really, if, if Redfall is not going to do the thing, then Starfield has to do Starfield has to be a mega hit, or they really need to be worried about where they're headed. Because yeah. if Starfield comes out and it's not talked about and it's not something people are playing all over everywhere and all of that. And it like dies pretty quick. Yeah, it, you know. Ho- hopefully, it does. Like again, like I, you want to see these these places do well. Um, and you know, I agree with you. But they also don't. They don't have a reason to have like another war zone. Uh, or, you know, like I don't think that, that's that's one thing I will say. Like Activision sometimes, to their detriment, releases too much stuff. Like we saw it with Destiny, right? Like. Destiny is a much healthier place right now than when they were releasing numbered sequels. And, like, let's release an expansion all the time. And like, at least the people at Bungie seem to be happier. I don't know about maybe the actual people playing the game. Right. But, yeah, it's we'll have to see what they're going to wind up doing. But right now, it's just they really need to have something become, just like Hi-Fi Rush earlier in the year, like, be the thing that gets talked about. Uh, that being said, there is some movement on the PlayStation side, uh, even though, look, uh, the amount, the people playing Dream is not anything compared to, like, people playing, you know, some other Sony franchises like, you know, The Last of Us or God of War or whatever, but Dreams has its, uh, people that love to create things, and it's kind of sad to see, like, I've seen stuff that people have made in Dreams, and it looks amazing, and... Thankfully, you'll still be able to create stuff in there. You just won't get any more updates after September 1st. Uh, they want to shift focus onto a new project, and you can't blame them, really. You know, the Speaking team... of projects, remember Project Spark? Oh, Lord. <laughs> don't don't get me started on that thing. 
Wasn't the whole big thing with that was that they had Conquer in there? Yeah. Like that, yeah, was, like, that was their mascot. Or not mascot, yeah. but like we got like one licensed character and it's Conquer. Yeah, okay, like, great. okay. <laughs> um, that be- did you see that uh, whole thing from, was it uh, Microsoft or Xbox, like Australia, New Zealand about the Banjo-Kazooie? No. I don't know. Maybe maybe you need to remake that or just make see, a... That- yeah. That that's a prime example of why I don't believe Phil Spencer because he can go. Oh, we want to bring back all these Activision titles or cla- you know franchises. It's like, motherfucker, you have Microsoft franchises you could be bringing back, like right. Conquer uh, or well, Banjo Kazooie. But yeah, Banjo Kazooie. They sure. own Conquer, yes. right? But I mean, I, I mean, it'd be I dumb. Like Con- the bad franchise. I, yeah, I don't know do about it. Conquer, but that's what I'm but, saying. Like Banjo Kazooie would be huge if they could actually make a sequel or where they want to reboot it or whatever. Yeah. And make that actually great. Like yeah. you, you're going to get the nostalgia. You're going to get the people that are like, have it on 64 and go, Oh my God, there's a new banjo. Let me get hyped for that. Oh, it's on Xbox. So it's like, game pass for that. That last banjo game that's involved. Like that was a good yeah. game, but it wasn't what people, most people want. Exactly. Is that what so. most people wanted? That's the thing is. That, yeah. That's uh, that's why like, him going like we want to bring back these franchises. It's like, you could have done that ten years ago, or you know, you don't need Activision to do that. You could just do it. You haven't. Yeah, I and, have. And I hate to say it, but like once act once they buy Activision and once they acquire Activision, Halo is pretty much done. Yeah, I, I don't know about done, but that'll be interesting to see again. Well, like the the way back burner, let's say. Well, yeah, they don't have this like need. To have it be at the forefront anymore, right? Right. Like they'll, they'll sell they'll sell Halo back to Bungie. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. They have too much invested in that. That's you know they they still do have season two of that show. Uh, don't worry, that's it, that's all they're getting out of that show with its mixed reviews and all. Yeah. Uh, there are people that really enjoyed that show. I I you know I'm not I, one of them, but I was like, fine. I mean, yeah, it's passable. But it's not like right. you know the last of us. Yeah, and Keith brings up a good point about like you know Activision wanted money and they focused on that and they butchered the rest of their studios in order to do that. Right, focused everything on Call of Duty, uh, forcing Bungie to work on you know Destiny Two when they wanted to do just Destiny One for ten years. Yeah, and just iterate on that. You know, and yeah, like that's the thing that I worry about too. Like how many of the actual like rare people that worked on Banjo-Kazooie, or even around. Ken Lobb, that's uh, all you need. Yeah, like, that could that could even, you know, do that. Like, right. um, I do, and I that's what I was going to bring up, is like, I do think that they can, they could make another Spyro, they could make another Crash with Toy Story Bob, like Keith brings up, like, they could make that a franchise that people are now associate with Xbox, Right uh, after all those years of being with PlayStation and then Activision having it and everything, uh, you could do what Activision didn't want to do and have Tony Hawk's three and four, right? Yeah. Uh, to bring that back, um, Blizzard is going to be in a much better state of mind, <laughs> state of mind than uh, you know, they are currently. Yeah, Rod Ferguson gets to come back to the fold. I don't know how much he's going to be doing on like gears or anything, he seems to be happy over there doing Diablo 4. So, yeah, it just there's a lot of good things in this, especially like the work culture and all that moving in. But I do worry about, again, like 
they don't really seem to manage well having all these studios now. You're going to add more with Activision. And how are you going to divvy that up? Who's going to be overseeing all that? You're going to let Activision run itself just like you let Bethesda run itself? How How is that going to work out? Uh, yeah. Remember, they tried uh, Killer Instinct, right, to bring that back. No, that, that was actually worked. good. Yeah, that sort of worked for a while. Good yeah. last for three seasons. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't, like, tried to do that again. Like, people are – I mean, yes, it's a certain genre, but it's a genre that, you know, the Finding It community loves to have its games to rep, you know? and I mean, it was diminishing returns because unlike right. Mortal Kombat Street Fighter, Killer Instinct doesn't have, like, a great roster of characters. Yeah, right? that too. I mean, they already had, like, the good characters in, in the first release. So it's like, well, we, we, we put in some Battletoads, I guess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of the Mortal Kombat stuff, uh, like bringing in guest characters, doesn't always work for every game. Yeah, know? Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter mm-hmm. have deep enough rosters where even Soul Calibur to a point. Yeah. So, or you know, Tekken, or yeah, that you know, Killer Instinct has like the ten main guys and the one girl. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, they would have to make a lot of original characters, probably, right. and then that's also like diminishing returns uh, at that point. So leaving Media Molecule is uh, one of the the head guys, the the co-founders, um, Mark Healy, who's basically deciding that he pretty much just said, "Look, I'm not getting any younger. I kind of want to go do something else." Uh, sure. He mentions go on a pirate adventure, which many people think that he's going to go work on Sea of Thieves. Uh, I don't know if he's going to do that, but yeah, he's going like, hey. to go to Somalia. Yeah, <laughs> you know he he did work at Lionhead. In the past as well, before he, he uh, founded uh, Media Molecule and Yo, I mean, I mean... No, man, he's going to go work in Skull and Bones. Oh, God. Ubisoft really just needs... Talk about putting something out to die. You keep delaying that. And that's, that's most you know. of their games. <laughs> I feel like they just release all these games and, like, there is something you talk about for, like, the first couple of weeks and then, like, what happened with Rainbow Six Extraction, right? It was, like, a thing for like the first week or two, and then well, that's well, done. never heard again. Yeah, it's like, oh, it released on what was a PS Plus last month, and I was like, oh, I forgot that was a thing, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, Keith mentions that there were five female characters who did uh, Killer Instinct, but yeah, like, but the original game only had one, like that's you know, yeah, and I think Killer Instinct 2 only had like maybe two. He Keith also does bring a point that. A lot of fighting game fans don't like things being stuck on one platform. Yeah, I mean that's true. How many people were actually complaining that Street? Like, I I want to know. I want to go back and like know how many people were actually complaining that Street Fighter was stuck on PlayStation. Well, last go around. The, like, the problem with that, yeah. with that, with your thought experiment is that was a bad Street Fighter game. So, well, I mean, but also like Sony helped like developing it as well, right? So, but it's good that Capcom is is going back to the multi platform yeah at least for that i mean there's a lot of positive buzz about street fighter 6 so that's that's gonna help <laughs> yeah they're doing uh this week i think they're doing the showcase for it Whoopee. so <laughs> we're gonna get to see more of that uh, we i watched that whole final fantasy 16 one and now i'm just ready for june 22nd to go i saw everything i wanted to see from that thing uh i'm glad we finally kind of know a lot of the ins and outs of that game and Yep, I'm ready. I'm ready for that game. I don't really. Necess- I hope that like 
they just happen to show a lot of like the big enemies because I I'm worried about how spongy some of those enemies were. Like I really don't want to be there fighting grunts and taking forever. You know, the whole part of a fun about a Final Fantasy game eventually is that you feel kind of overpowered, and uh, you know if you don't ever get that because everybody's kind of like leveling to you. Uh, yeah, that's, that that's always been my yeah. problem with that type of leveling mechanic. <laughs> yeah. You want to? Uh, that was a problem with that Assassin's Creed game, uh, Origin. Is yeah. Everything level like leveled with you. Uh, that sucked. <laughs> yeah. You want to um, like, you know, a hundred hours in, you want to go back to like the starting area and you know be like, oh, this guy used to give me a ton of problems, but now I can, you know, one hit, he's dead. But now he's on the same right. level as I am. So. Yeah, it's it's so weird, like how you feel about those games. Like you were, you love Valhalla. You're not a big fan of well. Uh, I like Valhalla a lot, but also I played it before they introduced that little mechanic. Yeah. So that oh, okay, so it wasn't like that at first? No, because initially okay. it was like, oh, this this area is 1 to 5, like level, this area is like 6 to 10, but I think Origin and Odyssey start yeah. like that, and it's like, well, okay, leveling up is going to be pointless then, for, you know, because yeah. everyone's just getting trunked along with me. And uh, Keith does mention he went to yeah. PAX East and he said he played at Street Fighter Six and such was super positive. It does feel like that. Um, everything I've seen about the game, everybody's excited about when they add a character, uh, even the story mode, everything. So we'll be awesome when we get to that's right around the corner too, June 2nd, right? So yeah, it won't be long till and then we... after that they can find like, another rival schools game. Yeah, so they do that. But I mean, Capcom's rolling right now, everything they make is has been doing wonders. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of rolling, Harry Potter's say what you will about their rebooting the whole uh, movie stuff in the TV series. That's that's another thing for another it's day. Dumb. But, Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they did. I think this actually might be a good idea. This uh, them announcing a Quidditch game by itself. Um, this is not the first time they've had a Quidditch. Wasn't on GameCube. Uh, uh, there was like a PS One game, I think. Yeah, it, like they had. So there was a lot of talk at first of like, oh, how can you have this Harry Potter game and you don't have Quidditch? And like, that's such a like big spectacle of Harry Potter, especially in the movies, you know, and not really. I mean, it's a spectacle, I, but they, they mean, play such a limited role in the movie. And like, well, but like, I, it's one of those things I think about when I think about Harry Potter, like it has its own game that's kind of interesting. I guess you could call it the Blitzball of Harry Potter or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and either way, they're making its own game. It's not going to be yeah. like DLC for Hogwarts Legacy. It's going to be called Quidditch Champions. It's on PC and right now unconformed console platforms, but I'd imagine it's at least coming to series consoles and PS5. Uh, they're basically saying it's supposed to be like as close to the game as possible. Fast and competitive multiplayer with so... world's most iconic magical sport, whatever that let, so. let me float this conspiracy theory. Do you think they held it out of Hogwarts because, because they wanted Probably also because it was much easier for them to do as a separate game than try to bolt it on to something and then probably had to delay that game even further because they would want this to be such a another like huge part of that story, right? Like you're going to let tell people you can play Quidditch and then oh you can have like your own like season of Quidditch and because uh, like you know, I think there are data miners who dug around Hogwarts Legacy, and there is like Quidditch stuff in that game. Yeah, that is not implemented, <laughs> and it's like, well, okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there probably was at one point. Like, they probably yeah. did think about, oh, let's put this in here. Right. And then they looked at the game and said, okay, this game's already pretty big. Like, maybe let's need to remove some stuff. And that was one of the things that somebody goes, oh, you know what? Yeah. We could just make a Harry Potter sports game, like, later. Like, let's see let's see how this goes. And obviously, it has a lot to do with the fact that Hogwarts Legacy sold gazillions right yeah. uh you know 12 million at one you know at one point like that already tells you people are hungry for more hey look listen we could talk all the junk we want to talk about them rebooting this series and all this crap but you know people are gonna watch it unfortunately so and they'll watch it they'll watch like the first episode to see how if it's actually good or not and then decide from there <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, being a TV series, I think it's different than, say, like, oh, I had to go pay a bunch of mo- money to go watch those prequel movies. Like, this oh, is supposed to the, be... Uh, Lord of the Rings TV show. Well, you know, they're basically redoing what you already know again. So it's different than, like, oh, we're doing our own story here. I hope you like it, kind of thing right. like they did with Lord of the Rings. So, and also because, like, how could you redo... Like, that's the thing that, like, I don't understand how we're going to do this. Like, those movies were already pretty good. How are you going to redo this again and just, like, oh, we're going to add more context to them? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's what they're talking about rebooting the Lord of the Rings movies. It's like, no? Like, we don't need that. We already have, what is it, like, 27 hours you can go watch of the original movies? I mean, yeah, like, that's enough. Um, yep, I'm sure we'll find out more about this as time goes on. Uh, it's apparently already been involved for like a couple of years, actually, at the same studio that is working on Dun 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 Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League, uh, which officially got delayed to 2024. We talked about it possibility, and now it's official February 2nd, 20 release date tentative right now. Definitely a situation where, look, uh, that state of play happened and people were not happy about it, and it's, they let people know. It's <laughs> so, only a delay of nine months, man. Come on. <laughs> they're they're not going to take out the live service stuff. I don't know what they're going to do to this series or anything, but... I don't think they'll take it out, but you have to wonder how much, how much they can tweak it to not be unbearable. Or how much, you know, will, will, their, will their WB overlords let them do that? Because, like... As much as 2K is like bad about that type of stuff, or EA, WB yeah. is actually kind of the worst. Yeah, uh, but the good thing is, it seems like the vibe around it is not like Gotham Knights. It seems to be more positive from people both working on the game and then people that have talked to people working on the game. So, yeah, um, that's good. Like, it seems like as much as we want to say that maybe it wasn't true, there seems to be. Like people are enjoying making this, even though we may not think it, we that may not be live service may not be like our go to thing. So there is like hype for this, but just the way they showed it was we'll see what they actually change or remove or update whenever they actually show anything else about this game. Hopefully, it turns into a Halo Infinite thing in that Halo Infinite's negativity became positive in the lead up to the game release. So. That's something you would hope that 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 game also goes to. That. Still a long time. Nine months is a long time. And uh, yeah, it's not it's not a delay game. of like two weeks or like a month. Yeah, like nine, nine nine months is substantial. So. A, a lot a lot can happen. Uh, so I, I forgot to mention we were talking about Mario, but hey, the Mario theme is going to be part of the 
uh, Library of Congress. It's uh, going to be in the United States National Recording Registry, the first video game uh, composition that is going to be included in that, uh, along with a lot of other like classic songs that uh, I'm not going to mention here just for the sake of I don't want to get copyright struck. Yeah, I first mean, this Mario, is cool. First Mario, yeah. next One-Winged one Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. I, I would say the Final Fantasy theme is also pretty iconic, but yeah, probably more so <laughs> than that. Uh, um. Yeah, it, it's cool. It's cool that Mario's just like wait, riding this wave of. It almost feels like look, I, I wasn't alive in that time, so I can't really tell you from experience. But it kind of does feel like Mario's having another like cultural moment, similar to like when it released on the NES. You know, I, I forgot to mention, but after I saw that movie, all I wanted to do was go play like Mario Kart, and I played some. I hadn't booted up Mario Kart eight in years. And I played that for a while, and then I played uh, New Super Mario Brothers U for a while. Had to watch the movie too, so it worked. I wonder yeah. how many people are going to say they bought a Switch that hadn't bought one. Watch that movie now. Um, hey, it works as a nostalgia machine. It's doing that. Uh, so again, cool to see this for Mario. Anyway, uh, speaking of old games, Destroy All Humans Two Reprobe uh, is for some reason just now getting a last gen port. And they're going to remove the multiplayer elements, which make a lot of sense. Why would you put that into a last-gen game already? I mean, the bigger question is, why do this at all? <laughs> like, yeah, that that game didn't do well, I imagine. Or, <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah, you're going to flush more more money on basically the remake of the remake. Uh why? Like, is is there any any demand whatsoever? Let's that. That's the question that I want to be 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 asking. Yeah, I don't understand this either. From Embracer, some Embracer groups make some weird decisions sometimes, and I'm just kind of like, why? Who thought this was a great idea? Was this something that they had made in a contract, and somebody realized, oh crap, we have to actually put this out? Yeah, and that's what this is. Or I think that first one, first one, uh, did pretty well. Or you mean the the one on the the current gen? Yeah, consoles? it did decent. It feels like, but I just remember it was never something that there was. It's people that that were excited about it, I guess, but there wasn't like this. Oh my god, you need to go play this kind of feeling about it at all. I don't think even Jens was excited for this, and he he likes the first one, but yeah, and. I would imagine it has to be like a contract thing. Yeah, maybe. Like, like why would you do this so long after? Right. It's not like, uh, like Hogwarts, right, where they kind of told well, they you from the beginning. It delayed, but it, exactly. The plan was to, for it to come out at the same time. <laughs> yeah. The well, the plan was eventually like, okay, let's get the current ones out, and then eventually we'll get the last gen ones out or whatever, and then the switch one will come eventually whenever it comes, and. Yo, but we know that, right? Not like this where it's like, oh, okay. Like, sure, whatever, I guess. I mean, at least it's going to be budget priced at 30 bucks. Yeah. Uh, it's going to come out June 27th. But I guess if you're still gaming on the last gen and you like to destroy humans too, go for it. One of you. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, all one of you. Just, just because I thought this was so silly because it continues this whole narrative of the U.S., Congress getting involved for some reason in this Microsoft Sony spat. North Dakota Republican Senator Kevin Kramer 
is not happy about Sony's anti-competitive behavior and wants all of the company's acquisition I'm concerned that Sony's dominance of the market and its efforts to perpetuate its current position imperils an important economic development opportunity for North Dakota, who, uh, you know, studying gaming is apparently going to become a big or is a thing or will eventually become a big thing for North Dakota. So this is a problem for this North Dakota senator. You know, I'm pretty sure these other governing bodies are already handling this. So I don't know that you need to do this yourself it feels like a publicity stunt as most of this political stuff is but yeah yeah i mean i would would ask i would ask the inverse like let's say sony sony did cancel all of their exclusivity stuff you know would you want Microsoft to do the same thing it's so weird because exclusivity has been part of gaming ever since we've had the console why all of a sudden is it like at a basic standpoint is it anti-consumer sure would we love for everything to be on all the consoles? Yeah, everybody would. But unfortunately, if you don't have something that people need to go buy that thing for, why are they going to buy it? It's like, imagine if Nintendo games were also on PlayStation. Right. Would you really go buy a Switch? Why would you buy the inferior machine? Yeah. Like, I believe I'm it, still it, pissed it, that like Shimigami Tensei 5, or 5 isn't on PlayStation or PC or yeah worthwhile (laughs) i i mean it's like it's it it, those things are weird right when they work in in the inverse ways like i don't really understand why octopath travel with two is not on xbox when the first one was other than you know is hoping for the game plus money twice but it's so weird when you know you have games that uh like nintendo had like the marketing rights for the first time the second time they didn't do it that way it's just it's like the way they change this stuff all the time, depending on who bought the. Like now, uh, if you go anywhere, when you see stuff for Persona Five, it's all got Xbox marketing on. Yeah. Because they they paid a bunch of stuff for that too. So all this stuff always happens that way. It will always it will always be a driver of consoles until everything maybe is on a service or whatever. And I don't think that will ever happen with gaming because there's too much problems with the whole. We don't have any sense of preservation when it comes to gaming. Uh, you know, we we just dealt with this with the 3DS and Wii U shop going down. Eventually, Sony is going to do it with the PS3 and the yep. PSP and the <laughs> Vita. They already tried, and, remember? <laughs> yeah, but eventually, they're going to just stick to their guns and they're going to do it. We're just going to have to deal with it, just like we dealt with it with on the Nintendo side. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe by then, they will have made a lot of those games available to buy on the PS5. Um you know, it sucks that they have all these games on that service and then like only some of them are available to buy and then some of them are not, which is weird. I don't know how that works. But yeah, it's just it's one of these things where that's always been part of gaming. I don't is the way Sony does it good? No. Uh I don't think that you know Sony should just be basically taking entire series away from Xbox or whatever, but Square Enix also makes those decisions themselves. Right, they they choose not to put this game out on Xbox. There's a lot of Japanese developers that don't put their games out on Xbox. It's not just uh, Square Enix. The Square Enix gets picked on a lot. Yeah, um, it's it's really weird that you have all the other Final Fantasies from seven to fifteen, excluding fourteen, and then you don't let them have one through six. I don't know. <laughs> like, 
you made a whole big deal about putting seven through twelve on there, and then you're going to exclude the Pixar. It feels weird. Uh, which those, you know, come out this week. So speaking of, might as well just get into it. I think that's pretty much it. Unless there was something else you wanted to talk about. Uh, I think I'm good. But again, that Suicide Squad thing is pretty funny. Oh, I forgot. You said you. Is there anything about Everspace too? It it's good. Uh, it doesn't run well on my computer, but my computer's old now, so it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, but fun game. The UI. It's been in early access for year. Yeah, at least a year and a half, two years maybe. So yeah, now it's complete and yeah, I enjoy it. I don't know if I. I'm not sure if I ever will like finish it to review. Also, I, I feel I feel kind of not great about reviewing it because just because of the performance issues. Like it's not yeah. the, it's not the game's fault. It's my computer that's right having trouble. So, unfortunately, that's what happens. The computer's kind of you got to yeah. keep them up to date. <laughs> like this game could obviously play really well on consoles. We'll come to console event. Yeah, and it'll look really nice on a console. I mean, I'm using a PS4 controller to play it. So, yeah, let's hope that it eventually does so that. Um... You have uh, more people get to play it uh, that yeah. can't on an ex- on a PC. But yeah, that being said, there are some you know cool games coming out this week. Uh, I mentioned uh, Minecraft Legends is pretty much out there as we speak. Probably as you're watching or listening to this, it is available for you to consume, whether it's on Game Pass or you buy it. Uh, whatever, whatever you, ch- however you choose to uh, play that game, it will be there uh, for you. I mentioned the Pixel remasters; they will be out on Wednesday. Um, happy birthday, Dad! Also, that's my dad's birthday at that point. Uh, so, just want to give a shout out. I'm sure he will never watch this while while he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's your birthday uh, present. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that Horizon Forbidden West DLC, uh, Burning Shore. Are you going to play that? Nope, I don't have it. But <laughs> well, I mean, like you know, as you know, you played Forbidden West. Yeah, I uh, mean, if you got a code you know, in, I'd be, I'd be the one playing it. But... Yeah, but like, it doesn't interest you as just a game, like getting to continue that story at all, or no. I, after oh, finishing fair, the, fair the second game, I'm like, I'm kind of done here. <laughs> like, okay, because if anything, like they regress the story from the first game. You guys are really just kind of spinning your wheels here, aren't you? Uh, so there are a lot. There are quite a few like you as well. weren't uh, biggest fans of it, yeah, or they didn't like it as much as the first game, or for whatever reason. And then, uh, of course, Elden Ring ate its lunch. So, yeah, yeah, just like the first game, <laughs> like with Zelda. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that did not help at all there. So Lost Epic is like this anime Souls-like, which looks kind of cool. That's also coming out on the 19th. I'm sort of interested in that. Uh, and then you have some other, some other cool, like indie stuff coming, like Stray Blade and Tin Hearts. Uh, Dead Island also comes out on the 21st, Dead Island 2, sorry. Uh, that long awaited game, Dead Island 2, which, hey, Kyle got to play it early and he says it actually plays pretty well and he's sort of excited for it. So, you know, Kyle that we had on here reviewing the PSVR too. So I trust his word. He's when it comes to gaming taste, he's pretty right on with, you know, how, how I think of games. And I, I know you guys uh, kind of talk a lot on Twitter as well. So, and yeah, man, I I'm still having to, I've got two 
of my favorite game series coming out in the same week. Randy had asked me if I was going to buy any of the Pixel Remasters. I was like, I want to buy the whole set, but I just like know that I'm not going to play them right away. So like, I don't really have a rush to go buy them. Yeah. And I feel the same way about like, I've been waiting for a long time for Advance Wars, but I also know that I'm not going to play this right away either. So I'm not like running to go buy it on release week, but yeah, I will eventually. I, I actually might considering they might delist it again or, you know, you think so? No, but okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad that it's finally coming out that we've had to wait long enough, but all right. Uh, I think, think that's going to do it for us this week thank you everybody that tuned in uh thank you so much keith for uh watching along and uh, y'all folks on twitch as well y'all were uh thanks for all the questions and comments it's cool when you have stuff you can read on the show um also go check out the latest spec mode it just came out yesterday as well they talked about the this whole thing with redfall and uh the, they re- had their review of the mario movie as well uh, don't forget, again, if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, you can go check out Randy and Yens on Chapter Select, reviewing the movie. Damn you, Hollywood, uh, Radlich folks, they also review the movie. You go check that out. I'm going to have links in the description for them as well. If you're wanting to listen on audio, uh, you can do so. So until next week, make sure you hit the like, subscribe, follow, all of that. Go give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That will help us a lot grow the show. Uh, you can also, you know, comment on the YouTubes or go find us on Twitter at WTimSon at Humanity Play for Mark. And we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Later.